Hey everybody, what is up? And welcome to the Afro is Massive podcast. Well, the AIM podcast is the acronym that I've created for this space, where I am sharing some of the conversations that I get to have with some truly amazing people across a range of different industries. And I hope that this brings you value. If you are anyone like me who feels like they're doing it all and they're not really sure where they're headed, but they are definitely enjoying the journey, then I want you to kick back, relax, or maybe on your food shop, when you're going to the gym, if you're walking the dog, whatever it is, I hope that you enjoy plugging in. This episode is a recording from an event that I did at the end of 2020, in December 2020, and it was a reverse engineer your best year workshop which I held. We had three speakers on there, all of whom have seriously impacted my life. Um, we had Reese Darlington Delaire, who is a videographer and cinematographer, and also a very, very talented dancer. We have Katie Moran, who is an actor and voiceover artist, who is sharing her wisdom about the voiceover world. And then we also have Pammy B, my trading sister, who started trading with me pretty much at the same time when I started. And wow, her story is so inspirational. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Don't forget to share with a friend. It would honestly mean the world. And I hope you enjoy the episode. For everyone who is excited about being on this call today with us, just to say hello, let's all do a little sparkly hand zoom wave to say hi, check in with each other. And I want you guys, this is going to be a very action focused class. Hey Ming, I see you. This is going to be a very action focused session. I didn't want to come on here with you guys and just talk at you for an hour. That to me doesn't seem productive when actually what we can do is something that's really going to bring you guys value. So please make sure that you have pens, papers at the ready, whatever works best for you. Um, or maybe a word document, but we're going to be, I'm very like drawing on pen with pen and paper. So that's pretty much how I roll. So if you see me down here doing bits, it's because I'm taking notes, I promise. Um, the reason why I decided to do this call in the first place, first of all, I thought of this idea about two days ago and I was just like, hmm, feel like I could do with a pick me up at the end of this crappy year. And everyone's doing the posts of like, look how much I've done this year and look how positive I am and look how great everything is, even though we've been trapped inside like animals. And it's true. And also I was thinking, okay, a lot of us probably have a lot of anxiety going into another year with probably more locking down, more restriction. And I think sometimes our dreams can feel like they're slipping further and further away. And I say this not because I feel, yes, I feel it, but also it's the conversations that I've been having with so many people. And I think it's okay to feel this way. So I wanna start off this call by saying, it's gonna be okay. I think that's one of the main things we need to think about. I think everyone's freaking out a little bit. We're hearing about tier five and I don't know if it's a myth or not, but I wanna start this call by saying, it's gonna be okay. And the world has a funny way of working, but we're going to figure it out. And this is exactly what this, session is for so like I said if something resonates with you throw your sparkles up but if you have questions if you want to ask somebody like a little Q&A this is also a nice little networking session as well so can we just start by throwing our thing into the chat box so whatever your creative career is or your passion or maybe you you work in accounting like throw your thing into that chat box just so we can see who we are what we do and we can also it's actually quite a nice little group we can really get a sense of like who we're talking to and get a better idea of who we are. So I'm gonna throw mine into the chat. Okay, amazing. So Jess is a creative dancer, cool. Arts and crafts, scientific researcher, amazing. 
changing clarity coaching and fitness coaching. Woo, performer and cinematographer, let's go. Jackie's a poet and musician. Beatrice is a HR consultant, amazing. Love it guys, keep throwing your stuff into, into that chat box. And um, something that somebody said to me a few years ago now, three years ago, after I finished my master's degree at uni and I thought I was gonna have this whirlwind of a dance career as soon as I graduated, I got that certificate, right? And somebody said to me that your biggest education comes after university. And I've always kept that in my mind because we are continually learning our process. Oh, amazing, Pammy's an all-rounder. Ming is a songwriter and marketing strategist. Hey, we are continually learning outside of those kind of four walls of, of education, right? And I'm sure the things that you've learned along the way in your process, we're all still pretty young here on this call. You know, I'm only 25 and a lot of us here are under 30. So we're still in that stage of figuring it out. We're in twenties land and it feels like a whole mashup. And we need to realize that even though it may feel like we're all over the show at the moment, figuring out what our process is, finding our direction, we have to remember that we have so much time and the work that we do, even if it's small, is compounding. I promise you that every little thing that you're doing is compounding, it is sending you in a direction. But we also have to remember that in the same way that success slowly compounds and grows little bit upon little bit, we have to remember that negativity also compounds, okay? So if you feel like you are slowly, you know, you're noticing little bad habits of maybe saying some negative things to yourself or nurturing some little bad habits that you've got going on. Maybe it's scrolling on Insta till one in the morning or waking up late. Those little things also compound and snowball in the same way that you want your success to snowball. So really think about that. And also remember that not many people know your journey as intimately as you do. All we ever see is the surface value. And I think that's really been a massive thing for us this year where social media has been our only window to each other and the world because we've been so locked away. So know that no, not many people know the depths of your journey. So whatever your journey is right now, however it's looking, we know we're not climbing ladders. It's not, it's not sexy anymore to climb ladders. We're all kind of meandering, going on the flow of our own river. So know that own your journey, whatever that is. And remember that success is a moving target. And we've got three speakers that are going to be sharing the things that they've learned during this year and how they've been able to adjust and pivot and plan and maintain themselves during this time. And I'm really excited to hear from those, but I wanna start us with a task to ensure that we kind of get our planning juices flowing. So what we're gonna do first and foremost, this is one of my favorite ones, and I've been doing this every single year for five, for the last five years, okay? On New Year's Eve, I reflect on and I create my next pillar pie. And I'm gonna show you exactly what that means. And it allows you to reflect on what you feel like your life looks like right now. So on your pen and paper, on your pen and paper, on your paper, I want you to draw a circle, probably make it nice and big so you can actually have a good, have a good eye on it. Crocus IG, playwriting, acting, talking off my online business and investments, woo, traveling whilst trading. Oh, amazing. And helping people do the same. That's beautiful. And Esther is an entrepreneur. We love it. We love the entrepreneurs. Is that Esther off of TikTok? Good to see you. <laughs> So I want you guys to draw a circle and then I want you to divvy it up into eight sections, eight slices of pie. This is our pillar pie. And then you're gonna label them. Money. Oh shit, I've written into the chat box, lol. Money, family and friends, 
surroundings, basically, like your environment. Because it keeps breaking up, and I'm not sure if it's my end. Your personal growth and your learning. Uh, You've then got recreation and fun. We also throw in there love and romance, whatever that looks like for you. You've then got career and business. And then our last one. Oh, I've done that twice. How have I done that twice? <laughs> Finances. Let me um, let me throw out one to you guys then. Somebody throw something into the chat box, what the last pillar should be. Seeing as I put in finances twice. <laughs> um, we have eight sections and we need one more. One more that I've missed. Oh, spirituality or silliness. Oh, let's do, okay, health. Did I do health? You're right, health is the one. I'm gonna go with, we're gonna go with health because that was actually supposed to be the one, okay? But put those, put those other ones in there. We've got other pillars. We're creating more pillar pies. So don't worry, this is not the only one, I promise. So this is our piece of pillar pie. And we need to reflect on how we are seeing our life right now. So what I want you to do is measure that up, put points like one to 10 on one of your lines. So you can kind of measure all the way around. And then what I want you to do is put a point in each slice of pie to identify how little or how much you feel like you have in your life right now. So the further it is away from the center, that's your 10. So you got from zero to 10, does that make sense? So the midline would be five, center would be zero, zilch, nada, basic me, my love and romance section, yeah? So do that right now. And I'm very aware that I've said that we've had an hour for this. However, we may go, it's likely we'll go over the hour. If you want to jump off at nine, feel free to do so. But if you want to hang out, we're, we're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this, okay? So, and take your time with this. Do you can do it as we're going along. Whatever, I'm gonna um, shift us along. But what you've created is your pillar pie. This is how you see your life right now. And every at the start of every year, I do this. And at the end of that year, I reflect on it. And I also, I keep every single diary that I've ever had. So I can look back at 2017 and see what my life looked back then to me compared to how it looks now. And it's really important that what you're seeing is actually not the things that are amazing, the things that are great, but the things that you actively need to work on. You know, if you feel that you're a five in an area, that five needs to be at the top of your priority list and not feel comfortable with some of those things that are a 10 because the 10 is great, we love the 10, but 10 is a very comfortable place to be. And we know, as much as we know this year, change happens all the time and we need to be prepared for that change. And in order to do that, we uh, manage it by constantly working on the things that we feel are dipping. It's about redistributing our energy as we go along, you know? Okay. And the thing that will really help you with that is understanding your why. And I hadn't thought about this until I embarked on this kind of journey that I've been on this year your why and I'm not talking about oh because I want to have a nice car what is your overarching reason as to why you're doing what you do okay so for example Rhea works in science why why are you there what is your purpose there what is the gift that you've been given that means that you need to be there because you've got something massive to offer you know we've got uh Ming who is a digital marketing strategist and a musician what is your why there? Why are you there in that space? I think these are massive questions that we don't ask ourselves. 
And I challenge you to make yourself feel uncomfortable and think about the bigger picture as to why you were there. My why is my dance career. I felt it in my blood since I was 14. So why am I letting it fall to the wayside? Why do we let our dreams fall to the wayside? Does that make sense? And I, I wanna say, you're, you know, I like to break it down. Your why will help you, W-H-Y. If you think about that reason, that's what's gonna help you to reprioritize, to, to distribute your energy more into that area in your life. If your why doesn't make you cry, if it doesn't make you angry or passionate, it's not strong enough. If you feel like you're floating through life, it's because your why is not strong enough. Does that make sense, everyone? So if my dance is falling to the wayside, I had to learn, I had to reprioritize and start doing my dance admin at the start of every single day as a matter of urgency than saying, oh, I'll do it on Sunday. You know, 20 minutes of action planning every morning allows that little bit of compounding that we were talking about at the beginning. Does that make sense? So now I do an hour of dance admin and uh, I ideating every single morning before I do everything else. Does that kind of make sense? Identifying your why, how can I pay more attention to it? I'm gonna create two more pillars before we move on. So we've got our pillar pie. And now that you've been thinking about your why, whatever words spring to mind, I think is really important. Any buzzwords that come to you, like let those manifest organically, just write them down so you've got them there. We're gonna create two goal pillars. We've got our pillar pie, we're gonna create two goal pillars. So thinking about your why, I want you to create a list and it's gonna be three things. And this is your materialistic list. I think it's important. We live in a consumerist capitalist world. Very important that we have those materialist things there. Something that you want right now. Something that you want in five years. And something that you want in 10 years. Can I give an example? Do you mean of this? Sorry. <laughs> so for example, something that I want right now is I would like to have six months of my mortgage saved up again. That'll be great. Materialistic things. In five years, I would like a nice car. It's okay to say these things. In 10 years, I would like to have multiple properties. That's fine. So we've got our material goals. Our next pillar, one, two, three, is your career focused goal. What do you want to have in your career right now? Or kind of what within the next three month window, where would you like to be in your career? What kind of things would you like to be seeing yourself creating if you're a creative within the next three months? What things would you like right now? Where do you want to be in five years time for your career? And what's something that you want in 10 years time for your career? Some of, we're so focused, gonna say some of us, all of us are so focused on the right now because Insta and uh, everything is, you know, amazon.com it's fast it's quick but we're forgetting that we're going to be 60 so like where are we going to be in our career when we're 57 long term okay and i know that we're thinking about the long term now but the short term is always going to give us right hooks it's always going to force us to adapt and think shit what am i going to do and how am i going to pivot and adjust and i feel like the next person who i'm going to bring on is such an incredible example of the word, I don't know if I like the word pivoting, I like adjusting. And it's not to say I'm gonna give up on my dream and focus on this other area of life because I'm 30 and I still haven't quote unquote made it. 
but it's actually life gives us right hooks all the time and we need to come from a place of peace reflection and think kindly to ourselves and say okay how can i work this out and one of the things that also resonates with me is that one of my mentors told me that life leaves clues and i'm the kind of person that believes that if you share a moment with somebody then you should honor it so in that same way where you have drunk chats in the bathroom or somebody say oh we should meet up for coffee and oh this sounds great and that thing never happens or you have ideas and it sounds great at the time and four weeks later you kind of hope they don't message you because you kind of can't be asked to do it anymore what i love to do is honor the moment that you've shared and i think Reese and I have absolutely honoured the seven day moment that we shared together in South Africa, where I learned so much from him in such a short space of time. And I knew, I saw it and I said, I need to keep this guy around because the energy that he has so kindly um, exchanged with me really impacted me, I think both of us across this year. And the way that I've seen him uh, just commit to the adjustment that he's made with his creative career has been so inspiring. And I've taken notes from him subconsciously, even though he doesn't know, um, to, you know, to help me adjust as well. So taking inspiration and clues from the people that are around you in your life is so important. And um, I'm just really, really excited to introduce him to you and just share a few of his nuggets. So if you want to like unmute yourself, that would be awesome. Amazing. Hey, everyone. <clears throat> um, oh, I I'm had always... music playing. Sorry, one second. Okay. I'm always slightly nervous to um, talk and stuff, but you will that way. That is okay. I, I'm just hearing some music in the background. So let's just, let me just mute everybody's mics. So don't worry. So first of all, uh, why don't you just kind of give us an introduction to a very quick introduction to you, what's brought you up to, I suppose, 2020 and how you you were able to kind of navigate 2021. Yeah. Um, so yeah, start of the year, I noticed that I needed to um, step away a lot from self-judgment. It was something that I was aware of before COVID and it was something that I think luckily I was in that mindset when COVID happened. Um, I was very much somebody who really over overly cared about the person who people saw, overly cared about who I saw in the mirror, how I dressed, whether this costume suited me you know I, I was going through a stage at the start of the year to try and take that away um I met Jessica and it was amazing her work ethic and it was so inspiring it was at a point when I felt quite lost with my direction because I think probably a lot of us can vouch for and say that all our steps are sometimes handed to us in a sense of you know here's school here's high school, here's college, here's your next job. We very rarely are able to ask ourselves and to take a moment of stillness and ask whether we actually want to be in a situation, you know, where we are right now. Um, and COVID was something that forced me and forced a lot of us to sit with our own life. When everything paused around me and my job was taken away, I was meant to be going into a show, um, you know, it was that was sitting in my King, room. It it was yeah. Um, so yeah, I I was hoping to do the show, and then obviously COVID happened, so the contract was just deferred. Um, but I was sat in my room, and I felt very unsettled and very uncomfortable to the fact that 
when the world takes something away from me, I feel like I have no purpose. And that didn't sit well with me. I think, you know, as a personal opinion, I feel like we want to feel like we're in control of our life. We want to feel like that we've got the reins to the chariot and we know the direction that we're going in. The fact that a pandemic or something can take that away from us and leave us hopeless, I think a lot of us felt like maybe we didn't really like the sick, you know, the circumstance we was in, you know. Um, so I think moving from that point, I was starting to think about how I can be self-efficient and how I can potentially do something for myself that I'm proud of and what interests do I actually like? What what do what actually resonates with me? Do I like dance? Do I prefer doing this? Do I prefer a more business mindset? You know, allowing the um, kind of curiosity and allowing the questions to come in is a place where optimism and those little directions are born. I think we're never given chances to listen to our own thoughts and to take away the distractions. Um, the advice that I would say that, you know, I would give is to use those triggers as the portal to everything. That trigger when you feel like you want to grab your phone and look at it, that's okay. I'm not going to judge you and say not to do that because I still do this. But notice that you've done it. Notice the trigger to why you've done it. Is that trigger boredom? Is that trigger validation? Is that trigger wanting a text message? Am I lonely right now? You know, we can't just live and not question our choices because we have to become responsible for our own actions. I started to realize my triggers started to realize, oh, okay, I'm actually picking up my phone now because I actually want to talk to somebody. I'm actually wanting to log into this app because I'm seeking validation. I'm wanting to, um, you know, you just start to dissect that. And I think once you start to dissect that, you can start to make habits that are going to personally grow you as, as whatever direction you want to take. Um, I've seen a massive shift in my life in such a short space of time that has given me hope that being more mindful of our conscious thoughts and being mindful of the gate, and I say gate because I mean the mental gate, be mindful of what you allow in and what you don't allow in because we're in control of that, no one else is. Once we start to notice that sometimes we're actually stronger than we actually think, you know what, I can actually do that. Why do I care so much about this validation when actually I actually don't want it? I'm programmed to feel like I want it. Um, and I've seen my mentality and everything fly for me. And obviously, I'm not saying I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm not a millionaire. I'm not. I'm still the same guy. I've, I'm still living in the same space. But there's a difference. And I think the difference has enabled me to be prepared for my life and be prepared for actually what I want to achieve and what I want to accomplish and know that every decision we make today we're connected I think a kind of metaphor that I like to, to talk about is rather than thinking about past and future think that it is all and always will be only one moment the past moment the past breeze that was sitting on that bed a couple months ago doing nothing I'm still him, he's still me, that can easily be my reality. I can easily 
you know, turn back into that. Or I can see my future self who is sticking to this routine of working and grafting and I can see the potential there. Know that everything is so um, connected that it's really our responsibility to home in on the version that we want to be and only focus on that version. But yeah, that's the- um, No, honestly, I love it. And the thing that's really stuck for me is when you talk about curiosity and I think, I think the words ki kindness always comes back into, whenever I hear curiosity, my mind always instantly says kindness. So, you know, you've kind of done this transition, should I say, or that have, you've, you've allowed yourself to be curious from the dancer that you still are, but also to allow yourself to explore and be curious about cinematography. Like, how was that process for you? How were you able to, I don't know, how did you nurture, let's say, those, those childlike curiosities in order to get yourself to where you are? I think definitely um, being at home still and being able to show my work to my um, to my family. I think what what I would say is when you're trying to pivot or or try to find something that that you care about, make sure that the people around you love you. And or if or if you don't have too many of them, you know, a kind of be that loving person for yourself because in those birth stages of wanting to try and do something new, it is, you're overly sensitive. I, I filmed a piece for my best friend on my phone um, and, and I look back at it and, it and it wasn't very good. At that point in my cinematography, I was proud of that. And she wasn't the most happy with the video and it could have turned me off this I felt upset because you put yourself on the on the front line for this you you um this is this is your soul that you're putting out there so for somebody to not appreciate it you know whether it's good or bad that doesn't matter it's about people need to know that if you're going to trust them with what you're trying to do they have to hold that with trust so I would say that if anybody has something that is a curious um, part of you that you're wanting to explore, nurture it, protect it, and share it with people who love you because they won't lie to you, but they will give you the encouragement that you will that you will need and kind of hold on to. Um, I think that's my advice to that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think one of those things is that when we do decide to pivot or adjust, we do worry because it's we do have the outside eye that's watching us change or watching us change our mind so i think what you're saying there in terms of having people around you to support that process is so important because when with with transformation comes questions and like your whole kind of brand changes as a person so reese the dancer has now got these other qualities and skills that people who knew you before wouldn't you know everyone has their own version of you instilled in their mind. So having that part of the process, you know, having those people around you is massively important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. I think as well, you know, we're all very, um, we get very used to and very comforted in the box that we've created for ourselves. So we kind of wake up in the morning and we put on the coat that we thought made us look a certain way and we put on the, the vibe of what we've developed and it's very easy to live in that comfort zone and um to hold it but sometimes you know it's okay to drop 
drop the facade that maybe we are too strong on ourselves on drop it and allow yourself to pivot and try something new and trust that like the world is going to see you and make their judgments however they want to but the way how we look at ourselves is the most important thing and um just making sure that we are being completely authentic to the choices that we actually want to make and it's it's a harder question to answer than we think Mm -hmm. it's because so many times I actually am aware of that I answer what I think I should answer and not actually what I'm thinking it takes a massive rude awakening sometimes to check up on yourself and go actually Reese, are you just saying that or do you really want to do this am, am I really happy with that choice mm-hmm. um yeah that was a bit off topic but no yeah, perfect yeah, I think that's great that guys of- can we just can we just throw some love into the chat box please for Reese? thank you so so much um for for that Reese, can you just give us three words to sum up what you've just said I suppose three words that we can mm. write down now in our notebook to take away I would say trust um authenticity and I think also gratitude I know we didn't really speak about those things but I think those three words I think would be great to kind of hold on to beautiful thank you so much it has been a pleasure and thank honestly I'm honored that you're on this call so thank you so much you supported me all the time off the zoom and now on the zoom so amazing so good to have you okay guys so we do have two more speakers for you but um I just want us to do one little exercise before we move on. So understanding, you know, when things are changing for you is recognizing them. And I think the biggest thing that that Reese has just shared with us is, you know, being uh, or suppose honoring that curiosity and allowing yourself to um, negotiate the nuances to get you to where maybe you're supposed to be, you know, but you need to strategize. You know, it's so great when you have an idea or you have this feeling, this inkling, and then we don't act upon them in in an efficient way. And mostly it's because, you know, you have excuses that allow you to not do the thing, right? So if you have excuses, you need to turn those things into opportunities for completion. So the next thing, I kind of wrote this title down as confronting our shit. And I don't really know what that's supposed to mean because it's different for everybody. We've all got those things in life. We've got right hooks coming at us all the time. It's gonna be different for everybody. So I want you to just have a really honest moment with yourself and write down five things that are in your way five things that maybe you feel it in your way or five things that you know are your own few bad habits is it money is it fear what are the things that are getting in your way five things that are getting in your way confronting our shit (laughs) and the next one is what gifts have you been given I said this word gifts earlier I think it's a really important one what gifts have you been given what are your talents write down three to five of those because then you know that you actually have some real hot qualities that you can actively use to confront the things that are getting in your way. Does that make sense? Every time we have excuses, and I love the word that you use, Reese, it's the word portal. I think it's fantastic. Portal. Confronting our shit. What is the negativity? What is the excuses? How can we use our gifts and the qualities, the positive qualities that we got to take us through that portal? Does that make sense? Okay, guys, so the next person I want to introduce to you has been with me on this journey actually longer than, than I, I realized because we've, we used to dance together um, and I was always mesmerized by the way that this girl's moved. She was one of my original like dance inspos back when I was 15. Paths uh, diverged and never did I ever think that we would come back together again and she has been with me on this process throughout this whole of this year. 
and um, not only is she a dancer, an actor, choreographer and movement director, but she has also had to adjust during this time and find a route that works for her and is now quite a successful voiceover artist, which is incredible. So you might have heard that smooth, smooth voice, not only on the TC podcast, but also on a few adverts here and there. And she's just like the, the champion of doing it all. And I would love for her to share some of the things that she's learned this year and also hopefully some scheduling tips because I don't know how you do it, but I need those nuggets. So guys, can we just throw some love into the chat box, please, for Katie Moran. Uh, feel free to unmute yourself if you can, or maybe I can do it. Me, I think I'm there. We go. Oh my goodness, that's such Jessica. You are the queen of intros. Like, I need this to be my alarm every day so that I can just, you know, get going and be like, Oh, yeah, she's that kick ass bitch. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. If you don't believe it, I'll make you believe it. <laughs> Thanks, hon. Hello, everybody. Um, this is like such a lovely, busy room. Like, I'm delighted. I suppose lockdown means we would much rather be getting inspired than getting drunk um well firstly if you're on the call like well done this is a great like space thank you Jessica for creating this space because it's the right it's the right sort of time I guess to be reflecting on ahead of a year and assessing for where we're going next so um the fact that anyone's actually on this call is like the first big step to making 2021 a banging one um I guess I could sort of say a bit about me I you kind of summed it up there Jessica already um but yes hello I'm Katie um I trained as a dancer for about 18 years and then went off and went to drama school and trained as an actor and then after that fell into voiceover work and also work as a movement director so kind of quite very arts related um definitely the creative realm is my passion but I also love languages I almost did an English degree but then I got into drama school so that worked out um but this year has seen Jessica and I reunite after her creation of trade creatives which um I'm assuming most people on this call have come across before if you haven't probably it's everywhere yeah she, she yeah queen of social media should have definitely put that in your algorithms by now um and if you <laughs> somehow it hasn't like got there yet it's at trade creatives um so seeing Jessica's drive and path in creation, I was hugely attracted to it and in, inspired by it, like just quite mesmerized because this generation is about, we have to hustle and create our opportunities ourselves if we want to do something different, right? Um, and Jessica was doing that and I was like, I want, I, want, I like that energy. Like I wanna get in. Um, so that's how I've come across this uh, our trade creatives team and have gained so much outside of that trading specific world that can influence and help my creative world so hopefully some of these things I can share will help on everyone's individual journeys whether it's to do with your job at Barclays or your job as a sales assistant at Aldi whatever you're doing that is hopefully a journey that you want to continue and get passionate about so let's start um if you if you've got a pen and paper you don't have to write this down but just have a think i'd like you to do from a scale from one to ten assess how you feel about your career journey right now regarding whatever path or goal uh occupation you are aiming for um one to ten are reflecting at the end of this year how you're feeling about it 
there's still, there'll always be space to go. I definitely know there's space for me to go and grow. And now reflecting back on 2020, which has been a super, super tough year and has had highs and probably lots of big lows and restrictions and toughies. What can you label as being a career related highlight for 2020? Now, because this has been a really tough year, that might be something super small. It might be, I sent an email to someone for advice and I got it and it was really useful for me to write something or inspired me to do this. Or uh, I got more followers on my Instagram. I don't know, something uh, that you feel has like uh, progressed you towards your career that you want to go for. Now that feeling that you had at that career highlight or maybe a few different moments you've met someone that's like oh this is great for my journey whatever that is we want more of that in 2021 and this year can bring us that because we're slowly slowly coming out of a really really dark time but that experience that you've had that year this year that is your highlight I'd like you to pocket that put it in your jar and add maybe it could be actually something that you could physically do that would be quite a cool idea just come up with that something that is a little achievement whether it's i'm really trying to do the splits blooming walker over there can get her legs over her head i really want to work towards the splits today i felt my super i felt my left bum cheek on the floor bang put that in your jar and that feeling is what we are harnessing and encapsulating and that will be your drive to keep going towards wherever you want to go um I, if i'm being a bit too sort of cheesy fame specific i'm a, i apologize if like i'm speaking to people who are not anything to do with we this. love it we're here for but, it um but if you're creative then that might resonate with you um so we're going for more of those feelings in the next year and that and we can help we can go with that idea but getting specific about it is where it actually happens so we know the feeling we want to encapsulate we want to make happen we want to Bring this energy this passion into where we're going but how do we get specific about actually doing that goals are daunting to make and it can feel like there's a lot that you want to achieve uh, and you don't know where to start or it can feel too big um whether it's you want to write something you want to set up your own business how do you start it's uh, big has to be broken down so let's start okay I'd like you to write a to-do, to-do. I also write action. We're gonna write a little to-do list and hopefully break down how we can get a few things on that checklist already to get over that daunting fear. What, what is one thing on your to-do list for the next 24 hours? Something that you just wanna get done by the end of tomorrow. It could be laundry. It could be a face scrub. Something that is on your to-do list for the next 24 hours that you can realistically achieve not you know get cast in the next series of the crown by the end of tomorrow which, you know <laughs> that would be great um okay that's one thing for the next 24 hours now i'd like you to write one thing that you want to achieve by the end of january so we've got a month's deadline something that might already be in the works at the moment something that you might be able to finish in january something you might want to embed the start of in January. This could be career related or personally development related. Whatever is going to support you in gaining confidence and strength 
and setting you on that journey. Something you can achieve by the end of January. Might be the splits. I see you raced on them splits. <laughs> uh, and lastly, one thing, this is getting a bit bigger now, one thing that you'd like to achieve by the end of 2021. This can be a bit harder to sort of um, have a perspective on because obviously this year has been so hugely shaped by unexpected circumstances and so God knows much more. But what is one thing that you would love to have achieved by the end of next year? Is it, I keep thinking of writing because I'm writing at the moment, something that's not creative relating. Bang it in the chat if you can think of something. And feel free if you'd like to share any of those in the chat too, but keeping it, I, I don't need to know if you want to shout it out to make it happen. That's an also, I should say that too. Having someone to hold you accountable for these is so important. If you want me to hold you accountable, I will do it. If you want to message she me will. on Instagram and go, these are my three things, please ask me in a week or a month or whatever if I've done, I, 100% because I've learned that this year for me, I need that. I need that. I am not an idea starter. I've accepted that about myself. I'm not. I'm, I find it really hard to get started. But you tell me a target to hit, I'm going. Like, I, I, I just need a bit of structure, a bit of someone to hold me accountable. And a lot of us do. It's kind of because we're taught like that. From school, we're taught to, this is how you do the exam. The teacher holds you accountable, you meet the exam. We're not taught sort of thinking outside of the box and creating our own opportunities. That's not the education system. So to be honest, this learning that we're doing now is completely outside of what we are taught from young, young age. Again, you're all in the right place because you're on this call and clearly you're on that journey already. We've got a hustle. What, what's been said, an hour long, an hour long theatre work. Yes, Jessica, love that. Living in a flat or a house, Courtney, yep, hugely important. I'm gonna to come to sort of personal, um, personal conditions. I don't know what the right word is there. Um, that's what I was thinking, school, yeah, right, focus, yes, I can leave you, hello. Um, yeah, so all of that career stuff aside, this is the last list I'd like you to write and then I'll wrap up. You've got your career, personal related goals. All of that aside, I'd like you to write three bullet points and I'd like you to write three qualities that are unique to you as a person. It doesn't have to be related to any career, just strengths or qualities that you know are you and you could go you know what I'm really loyal to my friends or I have a lot of love to give or I am resilient I know that I can pick myself up over and over three qualities that you have or just like I'm hilarious <laughs> which yeah so you all are those three qualities, once you've got that list, are what you can rely on and believe in always. And to be honest, I want you to write a list of 10. I want 20, like the, the things that make you unique, the things you can back yourself on, you must remind yourself of them constantly because we're in a world that doesn't always celebrate those and uh, society, capitalism are playing to our lack of, you're not fit enough, you're not entrepreneurial enough, this, this, this. You have so much already, so many qualities that make you unique and enough and 
smashing it in life with the fact we're here like god what a year like everyone will have had so much shit this year and we you're here on the 30th of december on a call about how to engineer your next like pat yourself on the back and we need to back ourselves because we deserve it quite frankly and that is the energy that will take you inspire you to know that you can go for what you're going for but you have to start with a bit of pat on the back i'm not saying you can love yourself 24 7 like there are plenty of self-improvement stuff to do but to know that you can come back to the fact that i know i'm really loyal to the people i love or i know that you pretty much anything that comes my way i'll find a way to adapt to it that's Whatever amazing. those qualities are. Sorry. Just no, no. The word that just came to mind when you were talking about those things was the word abundance. Like you are abundant. And I think that's something that we forget as well. Even though it feels like a lot of the time we are riddled with lack because of the way that we see the world through virtual eyes now, we are abundant. And I think that you've just en enabled us to remember that. So I yeah. want to say thank you so much for thank reminding you. us. You are, you are all abundant. <laughs> yeah. Correct. amazing guys can we just give some love in the chat box for katie thank you so so much thank you and we're going to be getting on to some more good stuff we're going to be doing the thing that we've all come for reverse engineering your year which is kind of the step-by-step -step process that i do by myself on new year's eve in my bedroom with a glass of wine religiously every year and i wanted to share that process with you um but before we do that i really want to hear um i also want to hear what i say i want to introduce you to somebody who has again been on my journey this year so all the people that you've heard from today are people who I feel like I've been on a journey with this year who have influenced me personally and directly and I've taken nuggets from constantly and Pammy B is most certainly one of those people our friendship started over a year ago and the way that she has been able to commit herself to the work that she does every single day is always so um inspiring considering um I, i'm going to let you introduce yourself as well but the you know the trials and tribulations that you have had has been so incredibly inspiring and i think some of the things that you're going to have to say are just really going to resonate with people especially if they're feeling low if they're really feeling like things are getting in the way it's how to you know motivate yourself when things can feel really down but also nurturing those quiet moments as well so guys can we just throw some love into the chat box please for pammy boo and feel free to unmute yourself as well. Hey, girl. Hey, you are the don of intros. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, I have so much to live up to now. Thank you so much, Jess. I appreciate you. And appreciate hi, you, sis. Nice to meet um, the Trade Creatives gang. Just my alarm to go off when I've started talking. Just one minute, please. Yeah, just a short uh, interlude here, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, should have played some elevator music or something. All right, good. that was just a reminder that I've got to do presentation at nine o'clock, so sorry. <laughs> so um, guys, it's really, really nice to meet you. My name's Pammy, um, part of Ami Finance Academy. Um, now for me, I'm not a creative, right? And so what I've just witnessed you guys do is absolutely amazing because I love the interactivity. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna attempt to give you a couple of exercises to do right so the first one i want you to do i want you to write down these words but on separate lines okay so the first word is living miss jackie one of my my finest cheerleaders bless you girl <laughs> so miss jackie is like my bestie and she's a creative so 
Um, so living under, put that on another line, pressure, put that on the next line. Ultimately, once again, one line down, surviving on the last line. Okay, so you've got, what's that, five words there? Living under pressure, ultimately surviving. Now I want you to take the first letters from those words and pop them in the chat box. Put them all as one word. So the first letters from the words and put them in the chat box for me. Courtney says lupus. All right, amazing, amazing, amazing. So hopefully after today, you guys will never forget that word lupus, right? So um, I always say I'm living under pressure, but ultimately surviving because Jessica was talking about life giving you right hooks. And I love that phrase, you know, when you get a punch, what are you gonna do? I'm someone who through life has rolled with the punches. And um, at 19 years old, I was diagnosed with lupus which is an autoimmune condition where your body ultimately fights itself, right? So I get sick and my body goes, oh, look, she's having a cold. Let's get rid of it. The cold goes, but then it decides to attack my heart or my lungs or my skin and the attack continues, right? So I look at people like yourselves who are creatives and you dance and the way you move and so on. And I wish I could, right? I remember actually attending dance classes when I was about 18, but just struggling and a year later finding out why, right? So basically I had a hair fallout. I woke up and I was unable to move my, my hands out of a claw. I've had heart palpitations. I have uh, swelling a lot. I can be walking along and be fine one minute and the next minute I can't walk, right? So. It is what they call a hidden disability. Now, the reason why I'm talking about this is because for me, I use lupus as my reason, not my excuse, right? I use it as my reason, not my excuse. And the reason why I say that is because ladies and gentlemen, I have lupus. We say I have lupus, lupus does not have me, but everybody has their thing that they struggle with, right? I don't know what that thing might be, but there's definitely something in your life that you've struggled with, especially through 2020. 2020 might have even highlighted it to you, right? But that has to be that thing that you now take and use as your reason and not your excuse. So like I said, so I have lupus. I'm going to write in the chat box. Now, I want us to have uh, a bit of um, a bit of transparency tonight, right? I want you to write something in the chat box that you struggle with right so for me it is i'll write it there like you guys have said lupus and i'm glad that you you've written that down hopefully you'll never forget it because i'm um big on raising awareness for for it as well so tell me something in the chat box that you have struggled with especially this year what is that thing that you struggled with i love that agaliki said self-respect that's deep and i can resonate with that procrastination consistency wow thank you mingli thank you t um, Jessica says anxiety, Beatrice, anxiety, overthinking, temper, stress, fear of judgment, my progressive disability, my self-wealth. Wow. Now, something that I want you guys to, to identify is in this chat box, there are going to be people who look like you. So Chanel said self-esteem. Esther has said self-worth. Pretty similar, right? Overthinking, anxiety. 
pretty similar. I want you to remember that you're not the only one that is dealing with that. And now I want you to write in the chat box, I have whatever it is that you have, but that thing does not have me. So for me, I have lupus, but lupus does not have me. I want you to write it in the chat box. And then I want you to write it on your paper and remember that that thing should not be your excuse, but it should be your reason. Amazing, 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 amazing. Always remember that. Whatever that thing is that you feel is holding you back, that has to be the thing that drives you. That has to be the thing that pushes you. And my top tips would be, so for me, 2020, I've had a lot of rough years, right? So I have had to, funnily enough, tell myself, it's okay to say that you've had a great year, Pam, because my heart goes out to everyone who's not had a good year. My heart goes out to people who have lost jobs, people who have lost loved ones, people who've had a tragic year. And it has been a memorable year for the wrong reasons, but guess what? It's been memorable, right? For me, it's been one of my best years. Why? Because in this year, I realized more than ever how much this condition was a blessing. Now that's gonna sound crazy, crazy to some, but for me, it made me realize that it's still important for me to have that attitude of gratitude and to be grateful for the life that I have, right? If you're healthy, and you have a sound mind and you can move in the way that you move, dance the way that you dance, act the way that you act, position yourself across the stage the way you position yourself, whatever it is that you do and you do well, be grateful that you can do it because for some people they can't. For many, every, everyone's problems are valid, but they're also relative. So whenever you're going through your problem, think about the people that can't do that thing. Because they always say, Whatever you have, someone, whatever you're complaining about, someone else wishes they had, right? So for some of you to dance, I wish, <laughs> I wish, but I am gonna hear some creaking and cracking and will probably feel like I've broken a bone if I try and do what Jessica does on, on Zoom calls when I see her do that stretch that looks so freeing, that looks so freeing, but I could never, <laughs> I could never, right? Because of my health right? Another one, stay stress-free. What I've had to realize is stress is a trigger. When I get stressed, I have what I call a flare. A flare means that I end up sick. Worst case scenario in hospital. I'm very laid back now. If worrying can't change it, then why worry? <laughs> have you ever been around those people where something's going on and they're just hands in the air, they don't understand what to do, where to go, what to say. And then you might be as cool as a cucumber and they're wondering why. But if you can't change it by worrying, why worry, right? Recognize that even though you don't have a health condition for which that worry and that stress will manifest through, there will be something within your body that will react, that will react and it may not manifest immediately, but it may be that you get a cold or you catch the flu later on and you're wondering why. Stay stress-free in 2020 guys, 2021, sorry guys, right? And also my last thing is don't quit on your future because of your current circumstance, right? I can't just say I'm tired of having lupus, I quit. Lupus is a condition that has no cure. I can't just walk away from it. So when you go on the pursuit of something new, 
and then things get hard, imagine that you can't quit. Especially when things get hard. Imagine that you can't quit and stay there and make it work. Because I promise you, there are things in your life that you probably have quit that you wish you didn't. And when you think about it in hindsight, you probably think, if I had just stayed, what I would have achieved, right? Do you not allow it, do not allow your life to be that story where the graveyard is the richest place for you. Don't allow that to be your life. Don't quit. Act as though you do not have the choice and keep pushing, stay persistent. So guys, that's that's all that's all I've got to give today. Pammy, you are such an incredible, incredible speaker. Anytime I'm on one of Pammy's Zoom calls, or even when we're in person and talking, I'm just constantly locked in. Oh, and I want to soak up everything that you say because you're full, so full of wisdom. And we're so grateful to have you on this call. So thank you so, so much. And I know that you need to jump off and do another yeah. call now. So let's just throw some love into the chat for Pammy. Thank you so much. Guys, yeah. if you want to reach out to anybody as well, everybody's on Insta and I'll make sure that we um, share tags and everything like that, like sharing websites and all sorts of bits and pieces. We've got so many uh, amazing artists and creatives and people who aren't creatives on this call today. Um, and also feel free as well. If you feel like you want to message somebody, you've seen that somebody is a HR consultant and maybe you need somebody to do some HR for you, whatever that situation is, you know, feel free to use this space to reach out to each other and say, you know, it's okay, ask for help, ask for advice. We're all in this together for the same reason. And I think just what we really got from Pammy is that we're not able to control the things that are gonna happen, but what, it, what you know, again, the qualities that Kay suggested, what are the, the, the qualities that we have, that we possess, that we can use to ensure that we do not give up on ourselves, that we do not quit. Change is hard, it's also inevitable. And your greatest skill is gonna be your ability to adjust. And by doing that, we, we just need to get out of the default of no. So many of us, me included sometimes, we're in this, we default into no. And it's actually amazing. You'll be amazed at the number of people who have asked for my advice I give it and they find a way to say no and to not execute the thing. We want the support, we want help, we go to somebody for your advice. Just let me know if, you, if you've ever done this because I know for sure I've done this too. If you've ever gone to somebody for some advice, you hear the advice and we come up with all the excuses to why we can't do that thing. Oh, you know, I'm just busy on the weekend, I actually can't do that. Or maybe it's, you know, we always have that, that one, don't talk to the ex and like, oh, but he, he looks lonely. So I, I'll just send him a message on, it's Christmas day, it's Christmas day. You know, those kind of things. We find the reason why we should say no. And that is a you problem. That is a me problem. Does that make sense? And everybody says, don't be a yes man. But one of my questions for you today is, are you a no man? You have an idea, instantly you have time to think about it and you find all the reasons not to do that thing. You tell yourself no. Whereas actually the biggest shift that I've had to personally make myself actively do this year, which I started doing after I came back from South Africa, is to become a yes man. If I have an idea, I say to myself, yes, we can do that. If I want to make something, yes, you're gonna make that tomorrow. If I want to reach out to somebody or if I want to reach out to this brand, yes. If I get rejected, still yes, I'll message them again next month. Yes, yes, 
Yes, yes, okay? The, the more that you do it, the better you will get at telling yourself yes. And we have to remember that we fear what we don't know. So we practice it. We practice saying yes every now and again. We practice putting ourselves out there. We practice trying to make this thing, okay? And that is what we're gonna be doing into the rest of this year as we're gonna now reverse engineer our best year, <laughs> right? So this is exactly what I do. So I write down all of the months from January through to December. So write down a list of the months, but give them space in between, okay? I'm gonna do this alongside you as well, because I, well, I do this every now and again on bits of paper, but this is now my official one. So we've got January. And also I'm very aware that it's nine o'clock. So if you need to leave, feel free to jump off of the call. Um, but for those of you who wanna stay and continue to get the rest of uh, the activities that we're doing for the rest of this session, feel free to stay on. So just take a moment to write down the months. Okay. I'm super OCD about the neatness in my, uh, my journal here. <laughs> okay, so you've got all of the months written out in front of you. The plan, or my plan, you can adjust this however you like. I have the biggest things that I want to achieve for that year done by October. October is the deadline because in October I start to plan and project for the next year. So the things that I'm currently executing now in January for certain of the things that I thought about about two, about four, three or four months ago. Okay. The next year starts in October. So we need to ensure that we want to get the kind of like the biggest things planned and done for October. And that also gives us like a three month leeway. So if we don't execute it by October, you've still got two months in lieu that you can actually still action that thing. Does that make sense? Bring in the deadline so that it makes you work faster and then it still gives you space to adjust if you need to. And then what you need to do, and I use the word reverse engineer, the steps, the 10 steps that you need to make month by month to get you there. Does that make sense? So just as an example, actually, <laughs> I, did a, I did a new one now with Katie. So, and it's so funny that when you suggested that, um, that task, Katie, that came to my mind out of nowhere. I'd never thought of that. And clearly it was meant to happen in this session. So I thank you for that. And by October, I will be creating an hour long piece of work. So brilliant. <laughs> so guys, whatever your thing is for this year, I want you to put it into the chat box. So that we can see it so that you can take ownership of that thing and make that promise to yourself that we are going to make that happen. Does that make sense? So I'm gonna put this into the chat box right now. One hour dance piece. That is, that is my thing that I plan on executing by October. Throw it into the chat box. Okay. Amazing, Ming is quitting her job. Courtney's living in her own place. 
to shoot and direct Reese's own film. That was incredible. 15 new coaching clients. Yes. First TV series. Yes. Okay. So we have those things and that can feel scary. And very, as soon as we see something big or that challenges us, we instantly feel fear, anxiety, the no monster starts to come around. Right. And what we do is we break it down. We don't need to, you know, fear whilst we are looking at the whole staircase stood at the bottom. We just focus on the, the first step in front of us. Right. So we break it down. What do I need to do working backwards month by month by month to get me to that place? So how many auditions do you plan on doing to get to your first TV series? And where are you going to put in maybe uh, an acting course? Where is that going to be best suited within your, within your uh, reverse engineered structure? And event showcasing disabled talent, amazing. Thinking about how are you going to produce this? What contacts do you need to have in order to get there? How much time do you need to develop those contacts? How much funding are you going to need behind that work? How much time are you going to need to, to develop that funding? All of this stuff needs to go into this plan. So let's say, okay, January is going to be a lot of building relationships and logistics. And then you can actually start doing some fundraising by February. So that gives you a solid seven months to build 500 pounds per month. Does that make sense? So then by September, you've got a solid... I don't know how math, <laughs> you know, thinking of things like that. I did A-level maths, which is hilarious. Creating a short animation clip. What skills do you need to develop in that period of time? Do you need to maybe create some even shorter clips for the first six months so that by the time you're ready to do this larger clip, you're going to feel more ready and you're going to have more skills to, to add to this? You know, again, is there a course that you need to do for the first three months? So Jan to March, you're actually going to be doing a little bit of personal development and growth. And then April through to June is is uh, testing, ideating, uh, you know, kind of dissecting and abstracting your animation style so that for the last three months, you're going to be executing, executing, executing. Because also we have to remember that task that we set for February, we then break it down into four week windows. What are you going to do? every week to ensure that you're getting to that target. So let's say you want to, we're gonna take the fundraising example. So let's say you need to fundraise a certain amount of money to create your, your event, Jackie. So in February, you need to have that fundraising thing opened and done. So that means that in January, your task is to be researching online fundraising organizations and maybe also compiling a list of 100 companies, maybe the top grossing 100 companies in the UK, with your idea saying you'd like to have some sponsorship, it would be great for, for their online portfolio to say that they're supporting disabled, uh, disabled opportunities, you know, and then spending time sending out 100 emails. You get one conversion, that's a lot of sponsorship money. Does that make sense? Breaking things down so that actually you're not going to miss a single trick in the book. Does anybody have any questions or maybe they'd like some ideas? or support. So if you've got an idea about something and you're not sure how to reverse engineer it, you can literally feel free to unmute your mic. This is like total free time now um, to ask your question if you have it. Throw it into the chat box. It's okay. I'm more than happy to give some ideas. One of the things that I think is one of my talents that I've written down from Katie's prompting is that I'm an ideator. I'm constantly coming up with ideas. Sometimes they're larger than life and undoable, but sometimes they are doable. And it just takes a little bit of gumption to take it off the ground and breaking it down step by step so that actually you're going to have far less no's in your life. Does that make sense? 
let me know if you guys have any questions or you want me to give you any ideas as to how you can act on something, how you can, you can reach something in steps, let me know. How do you find people to help with your idea? With my ideas, <sighs> the people around me will definitely tell you that I am, uh, what's the word? I'm like Jason Derulo, I'm riding solo all the time. I, I very rarely reach out for help. I do everything myself. I'm OCD. I'm also a bit of a control freak. And I know that I will execute the best thing in my mind. But one of the challenges that I've really had to learn is to delegate and to trust. Trust is one of the things I really, really lacked. And now I've got a group of, a group, I've got so many wonderful people around me who support me, who actually also care about the vision that I have and who aren't afraid to tell me that I'm, I'm bullshitting and that my ideas suck. And they tell me regularly and I, I sometimes own my own bullshit and I'm like, I'm gonna post it anyway because I've, I wanna honor that moment that I've had with myself. It's a really interesting negotiation. I think once we drop insecurity, receiving feedback is a lot easier. I think I used to be quite cut off and I didn't wanna hear what anybody else had to say and I know my process and la 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 la. But also I realized that that was my own insecurity limiting me from listening to what others are saying. And now when people offer their advice and their, and their, and their, their criticisms, I'm able to take it, digest it, reflect on it. I'm like, what do I think about this? I think she's right, I'm not gonna do that. Or maybe it's like, I'm gonna choose to honor my inner child in this moment and write that down. Because <laughs> it's also a really good opportunity for learning too. Um, but how do I find people to help with my idea? Um, drop my insecurities, invite people to uh, criticize me and then respect their criticisms. And that helps me with the ideas now. And I'm no longer riding solo. I actually have people around who actually like care, which is sometimes difficult to find, but this is one of the tasks that I'm also gonna be setting in a few minutes. Ming is laughing because uh, she knows exactly what I mean. <laughs> okay, cool. So, so that's kind of the, the reverse engineering side. This, we've done this in about two minutes. This takes me usually about two hours because I'm usually, I do this in pencil as well. I'm rubbing things out. Okay, no, this is better off going here. This is gonna take maybe about three weeks. I need to pop that there, la 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 la. Be really rigorous with your reverse engineering plan so that you know in week four of March, you need to execute this thing. Otherwise you're not gonna be ready for week two in April. It's, I'm so serious. That is how I plan my life. And anyone who's in TC, sorry, I know this isn't a, this isn't a training chat, but um, I created a schedule and I'm gonna be really honest for people who ask me, how do you do it? I plan everything to the 10 minute window and I'm being so serious. But it's because I'm serious, but I also know I'm very good at micromanagement. So it's understanding what your strengths are and what you're willing to do. I also realized that uh, overly being overly productive really helps with my anxiety. So I don't focus on other shit. So that just works for me. Okay. I have a spreadsheet where I plan everything to the 10 minute window. If you would like my psycho spreadsheet, let me know. I'll send you the link. It's on Google Docs. Okay. So for some people, it's not sustainable, but for people like me, it totally is brainstorming meetings get a handful of friends <gasps> you've read my mind Anna Maria yeah willing to throw ideas or who may know people amazing amazing yeah you can have a look and adapt it absolutely so that is Anna Maria you are two steps ahead of me that is exactly what is on my list um I'm gonna get to that in a second 
Um, also, one of the things that is really, really important. So we have these dreams, we have these goals and these ideas. We're manifesting, manifesting is crazy important, but also you wanna attract those people to you. The people at the top who are gonna be giving you the opportunities that you want, you need to attract them to you. So much so to a point where they can no longer ignore you. And when it comes down to a point, to a crux for them and their organization or, or their casting, whatever it is, their first option is gonna be you. Of course, it's gonna be, it's gonna be Jess Lash. Of course, she's fit for this role. She's shown us a million times, she's great. You know, attract the people at the top to you. Do so much they can't ignore you. So who are your top three gatekeepers? Another important thing to write down. Who are the three people? And I say people because what's really good to do is stalk people on LinkedIn. This is what I do. I know the names of the people who are the head of diversity at Vogue, GQ and Forbes. I know their names because I'm targeting them. They are the ones who will then speak to their manager and say, oh, there's this girl keeps talking about finances. She's black. And that would be a great story. You know, who is the person who is the gatekeeper for your opportunity? So if Jess, you want to be on a TV series, who is the director of a few hot Netflix shows or like follow casting agents personally on their Twitter? What do they talk about? Engaging conversations really really we like we've got the whole internet everyone's accessible so it sounds kind of psycho but it's strategic psycho there's a difference okay <laughs> you know identifying your top three gatekeepers if i want to choreograph for gorillas i need to understand who is going to be at the forefront of the creative production for their their live performances you know linkedin is so accessible and so easy okay uh so that's one of that oh that's on a springboard so <laughs> i have like this is like the springboard session to how to springboard you to achieving that goal does that make sense another springboarding tip i suppose is mentorship okay you do not have to be smart to see your version of success whatsoever but you do you do have to find somebody who has some sort of version of that success that you want and you you need to do what they tell you to do you need to do what they say or maybe if you don't have access to them watch them copy them do it in your own version you know anyone can be your mentor you just need to decide who it's going to be i've got many many mentors right but you need to find an example of somebody who's seen success and learn i think a lot of us forget even though we're out of school we forget to learn and also to try new things Okay, and I say that, I'm like, I don't want to be a carbon copy of somebody else. You could never be because you are you. The magic is you. It's just to give you another framework. But also, yes, because duplication, duplication is the easiest thing. Burger King and McDonald's, they both run equally as fine. You know, having a mentor is so important. And all my life, I've been very, very lucky to have so many mentors around me, all of whom are, are black men and women. So I feel very, very lucky to have those people around me. So if you have somebody in your life who is within your industry, maybe they're a teacher from uni who you really love, but you don't speak to anymore, reach out to them. Tell them how much you valued them. Tell them that in a lecture that they did on November 3rd, you really love what they said about this quote. And do they have any other ideas, you know, or do you want to have a Zoom coffee and just catch up? Reaching out is the best thing you can do. They will appreciate it because they will feel validated. You will be getting nuggets. 
can you support them with anything that they're doing? I love this one. Hey, I loved when you taught me back at the place in 2012 when I was like 16. I would love to support you with ever what you've got going on right now. Can I help with some admin or stuff like that? Yeah, sure. I'm creating this event, dance teaching for Lion King kids. Um, can you help me sort things out? And actually you could teach them one of the days. It's literally all I did, you know? Have that because going to the people who are within your industry and having that mentor is gonna help to springboard you sometimes. And then we go into Anna Maria's point, friendship. I wrote allyship. I kind of hate that, friendship. <laughs> friendship is hella important. So I want you to identify five people within your community, okay? And I, I don't wanna say friends, cause I love my friends, but also they don't see me outside of like the work setting or something, you know, our dance friends, like our real friends don't, don't really get the dance industry. So they can't really help you, you know? So what you need to do is identify five people within your community that are kind of on the same level as you, right? It can feel scary to reach out to somebody who feels, we feel like we're not good around. Imposter syndrome is real, but I want you to own your shit and also reach out and say, hey, you know, fancy having a Zoom call with me. We can't really do coffee, but you know, I'm a massive fan of getting a group of people together for a coffee. So you can create your own support group, create your own community group, your own accountability group hold each other accountable so meet up for coffee dates once a month and just discuss shit you know it's embarrassing when we talk about our ideas and then four months later or six months later you never did it but they did you know meet up for coffee dates discuss stuff hold each other accountable question each other push each other this is actually one of the things that I really wanted to start doing because uh, one of my Afro hair kind of in my community circle, right? Her name's Nadia, aka Nadajda. And um, we meet up, we have coffee, we share ideas, and then we say, okay, so what are you going to do? What's your, what are you going to do after this meeting? What is going to be your next steps? This was something I was thinking of, but I didn't express it, but I actually did it. But for example, I talked to her about doing the Afro is Massive podcast, AKA the AIM podcast, where I would just like share the conversations I have with people and put it on there. So now, because I've told her, I have to do it. Hold yourself accountable in front of your, your, your peers and your contemporaries, because it will force you to level up within your industry, whatever that may be for you, okay? Also shakeups. Oh, bye, Jess. Jess and Sergey, thank you so much. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So good to see you, Jess. Thank you so much for joining us, and I'll see you in a bit. We then have shake-up. So do something, doing something different that can also help you. So I really like the, the word ultra-diversification. So instead of going vertically, where it feels like we're constantly climbing this ladder and trying to, you know, build, 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 go laterally. Spread out your net a little bit further. Right. So let's say, for example, I do Afro hair stuff. I've been doing Afro hair stuff for seven years. <laughs> Consistency is key, right? Consistency and patience, massive. There's a reason why I do it because I love it. I love it more than the validation of likes. I actually just love making hair videos, right? So remember, love the thing that you do because <laughs> you've been doing it for a long time. But also, I've been doing Afro hair stuff for seven years. But one of my best viewed videos this year was me eating a packet of dried watermelon. And I talked about it for 20 seconds, saying that the watermelon bites were too chewy. Okay, totally random, not what my page was about. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. 
go laterally, try something different. Do something that doesn't fit your feed. Scrap the feed, fuck the feed. That's like my new thing, fuck the feed. You know, nobody's hanging out on your Instagram profile thinking this is such a nice feed. It's not a muse museum, <laughs> yeah? So I had to really let go of that. My feed is not a museum. Nobody cares enough to hang out on my feed. What they care about is entertainment that's popping up on the timeline, okay? So go diver diversify and go laterally. If it means starting a TikTok, dance to songs on TikTok, and also talk about how much you love acting, people are gonna love it. It's not up to you to decide whether it's cringe. The market will decide whether it's good or not, okay? Also another tip, shorts over stories. Do not hide behind stories. Nobody cares about stories because they disappear in 24 hours. So we say stuff on stories and we're like, oh, ha, ha, come see my shit or whatever. And then it disappears and we're like, whew, it's gone, right? No more. Post it as a, as a short or a reel on your Insta or wherever it is. If anything, post it on every single social media platform. If you guys knew how much content I put out every single day rigorously, I think you have a heart attack. Two posts per day on two different platforms across all platforms. Does that make sense? Afro's Massive and Trade Creatives across Facebook, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok. I'm missing one. Insta. So that's about like math. I don't know. That's hella. Quantity. Quantity. Don't hold on to the look of your feed. We, we love the feed, you know. And I know that Reese is like, but I'm a cinematographer. I know. You know what I mean, though. Relative to what you can do, you know, within your means. Started seeing acting related TikToks. Katie, you are a fantastic voiceover artist. Your voice is so smooth. If you read snippets of stories in your voice, people become, actually, no, I, I scrapped that. Katie, TikTok, uh, help people go to sleep on TikTok. Tell them a story on TikTok in your smooth voice. And then do it every day. Do three nighttime stories a day for six months. In the six month window, sell a CD. So simple, okay? And then build reputation. This company or Lloyd's TSB, oh, the, you know what? The girl who is the marketing manager of Lloyd's TSB knows Katie helps me sleep and thinks we've got to get Katie on to do our next, our next advert. You know, reputation is everything. Reputation comes with consistency over quality. And Ming's gonna hate me, I'm sorry. Uh, it's, it's something that's really helped me. To, I suppose I've been liberated this year because I didn't post any of my dance shit ever because I was crippled by fear of quality. Nobody's gonna like the way that I dance. Nobody's gonna think that my choreography is good. It's not in a white studio, so I can't post this. So many excuses, fear will cripple you, fear will aid you. If you come in with fear, you're gonna have to wonder why are you putting that energy in yourself? I had to wonder why am I sabotaging myself? Why am I sabotaging my childhood dream? That kid wants to dance. It's insane. <laughs> why do we do this? So we need to take our fear-based energy and convert it. You already have the energy in you. So start to claim it in whatever way that looks for you. Flip it on its head and act on it. It's the portal, Reese's portal, right? If you've been needing permission to set yourself on fire, this is it. I 
I'm giving you the permission to go out and make and create and execute and execute six times a day across every single platform. I could cry. I feel like I could cry. But it's because I've had to get through that this year, to break through the emotion and the, the self-doubt that we put on ourselves. And when we realize that the market doesn't care if our foot is out of place, then it gets a lot easier. The market doesn't care if your hair is out of place in that picture. The market doesn't care if the lighting's not that great. Post your shit, I wanna see it. Or maybe if you hate Insta, just reverse engineer your plan stick to the plan, know what you're doing in week two of April, so that by October or by the end of 2021, you can, you can be able to look back and maybe you haven't even hit that thing, but you've been able to, to get somewhere up that staircase that you're planning on getting to. Because like we say, success is a moving target and it's going to adjust. And when right hooks come, we're gonna have to adjust again and again and again but that goal is still there and you can still execute. Okay, guys? So that is it for this session. We've been on for an hour and a half and what an amazing hour and a half it has been. Woo! Star hands from me, I love it. I wanna say guys, thank you so much for jumping on. We've had a really nice group today. I think we had like 20 people on the call, which is awesome. And I hope you guys have found this helpful. And I hope that you guys will remember it's gonna be okay. Yeah, it's gonna be okay. The magic is you. You've already got it all. And if you need people, we've got 20 people on this call. We're holding each other accountable. Chanel, Lo, Ming, T, W, M, Beatrice. What is your goal? Commit to it. And you know, I wanna, I wanna do more of these. I think these calls are so massively helpful. Quarterly maybe quarterly intensive uh yeah katie's nodding whenever katie nods i know it's a good sign <laughs> if katie and ming ever nod if ming's like mm, but it's, nodding is a good sign i want to say thank you guys so much have a cup of tea or a glass of wine i certainly will be because new year's eve is tomorrow fuck me but whatever next year brings you are going to be ready. Your path is already there waiting for you. You just need to decide. You just need to choose whether you're gonna embark on it. Because whatever is out there is waiting for you. Okay, good things coming. Guys, throw, yeah, guys, throw your uh, chat, your app tags into the chat box. So if you ever wanna connect with somebody, we saw a HR consultant or whatever you need, <laughs> uh, throw it out there. And um, yeah, thank you so much for sharing, everybody for sharing your energy so openly and honestly today, it's been a very beautiful session and I'm so glad that I actually decided to do this two days ago for no reason at all, but I'm, things happen for a reason. So I hope this has been helpful. Um, yeah, I hope you guys have a lovely rest of your evening and I will see you guys probably somewhere on the internet real, real soon. <laughs>